Father, Lord, we give you praise, honor, and glory, Heavenly Father, this morning. And Heavenly Father, Lord God, we come to you in Jesus' name, Heavenly Father, Lord God, for he is the way, the truth, and the life, Heavenly Father, Lord God. And no one comes to the Father except by him, Heavenly Father, Lord God. And we come humbly, Lord God, before you this morning, Heavenly Father, Lord God, to give you thanks, to give you praise, to give you all our worship, Heavenly Father, Lord God. And we are grateful this morning, Lord God, for all your blessings, Lord God. Thank you for keeping us and helping us to maintain, Lord God. We thank you for sustaining us, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for keep, keeping our enemies, Lord God, behind us, Lord God. And we thank you for the victory that we have in you, Jesus Christ, Lord God. And we also thank you for your love and compassion this morning, Father, Lord God. That we wouldn't be here this morning, Lord God, for you the one who brought us from a mighty long ways. And we are forever grateful, Lord God, of your love and your mercy upon us and your wonderful grace. And we, we know that it's by grace through faith that we are saved. And we know it's not of our own, it's a gift from you, Heavenly Father, Lord God. And Lord God, and we thank you, Lord Jesus, this evening, this morning, Heavenly Father, Lord God. And we thank you, Lord God, for our Sunday service this morning, Lord God. And we thank you for each and every one that's present, Heavenly Father, Lord God. And we thank you, Lord God, that you blessed us to see another day that you made. And we will rejoice and be glad in this day, Lord God, and give you praise, Lord God. For your praise will continually be in our mouth, Heavenly Father, Lord God. And we pray that you have your way this morning, Lord God. And we thank you, Lord God, for your precious word that's going to go forth this morning in the power and demonstration by the Holy Spirit, Heavenly Father, Lord God. And we thank you, Lord God, for the messenger, Lord God. And we pray that you anoint the messenger, Lord God, to teach and preach your word this morning, Lord God. We pray that you fill his mouth, Lord God, this morning. And we thank you for your anointing upon him to preach, Lord God, to teach your word, Lord God. And we know that your word will accomplish everything that you sent it out to, to accomplish, Lord God, this morning. And we thank you for healing taking place. We thank you for deliverance of the Father, Lord God. And we thank you for his mind being renewed. And we thank you, Lord, for strength being renewed, Heavenly Father, Lord God. And we just want to say thank you, Lord, God, and love And we want to thank you for the Holy Spirit. And we pray that the Holy Spirit will have his way this morning, Lord God. And Lord God, we will same way we came, Heavenly Father, Lord God. And we know that today is the day of salvation. And we pray that someone will be saved. Someone that needs to be saved and show up online this morning, Lord God, and join us all, Lord God. And we pray, Heavenly Father, that people all over the world, that multitudes will come to Christ today, Heavenly Father, and surrender their lives to Jesus Christ, Lord God. And, Lord God, we thank you, Lord God, that the enemy's stronghold will be torn down, Heavenly Father, Lord God. And we bind up all the assignment of the enemy, Lord God, this morning. We bind up all the work of the devil, Heavenly Father. And we will not interfere in our worship service this morning, Heavenly Father, Lord God. And we thank you, Lord God, that the Holy Spirit, Lord God, is among us this morning, Heavenly Father. That your presence among, among us. And the enemy will flee in the name of Jesus Christ, Lord God. There won't be no disturbance or interruption or interference or anything else going on, Lord God. And we thank you, Lord Jesus, this morning. We thank you for the victory, Lord God, that we have in you, Lord Jesus. And Heavenly Father, Lord God, I pray that you bless each and every one, Lord God, that's here this morning and those who may be joining us, Lord God. And I thank you, Lord God, for meeting all our needs. And I pray that you continue to hear our prayers, Lord God. 
continue, Lord God, to walk by beside us, Lord God, and hold us up with your righteous right hand, Lord God, and keep our feet from stumbling, Lord God, when the enemy try to come up against us, Lord God. And we thank you, Lord God, for guiding and directing our path, Heavenly Father, and we ask and pray that your will be done. Not our will, but your will in the name of Jesus Christ, Heavenly Father. And we want to thank you, Lord God, for our Pastor Frazier, Lord God, and we want you to continue to bless her, Lord God, and we pray that you continue her strength, Lord God, and we pray, Heavenly Father, Lord God, you will continue to do what you have called for her to do. We thank you for her faithfulness and her obedience, Lord God, and we ask you to bless her 100-fold with all that she does, Heavenly Father, Lord God, and we just want to praise your holy name to give you thanks, Lord God, to give you glory, Lord God, and to bless our children, Lord God, we ask you to bless them also and keep them in your loving arms, Heavenly Father. And we thank you for all that you do. We just give you the glory and praise and honor. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. And everyone say amen. 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 Oh, we got uh, some uh, more people. We got my buddy uh, Aisha. And uh, we, we got someone that says KB2020. Oh, that's my other buddy from work, Callie. Hey, Callie, I know that number now when I see it. How you doing, yeah. Callie? How you doing, Aisha? Good morning. Oh, she texted me. She say hi. <laughs> okay, we hear you. <laughs> All right. Oh, she hi. has no audio. Okay. Uh, okay.
whole world see the glory of our risen King Jesus. I really love that because our God is mighty to save. Our God is mighty to save. But I love that other one that was played too. Do you do you have you tried Jesus? <laughs> have you tried Jesus? Because a lot of people ain't tried Jesus. But uh, anyway, before I get started today, I like to say. <clears throat> Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom Kong, that will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. And everyone say amen. Amen. So there's a reason why I wanted to start uh this sermon with that simple prayer and i'm going to get into that uh uh in a few but uh you know what i want to uh uh talk about a little bit today is i like to go on facebook and when i go i like to uh you know throw some inspiration and put some uh, uh sayings and bible verses and you know try to get people to uh uh you know to come over to the other side and you know and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't but when i go on facebook what i what i'm getting is uh uh it's becoming an obituary for me Every time I go on Facebook, you know, I, I'm seeing uh, we lost this person, this person died, this per this happened and this happened. And I'm seeing it more and more. The more and more I go on Facebook and, and Instagram and all these places, it's becoming an obituary. And I'm seeing, and some of these people are my age, you know, I went to school with back in the day, and, and it just makes me wonder, and, and some of them are younger than me that I knew back in the day, some of them I knew in my uh, drug addiction days, you know, when I was out there doing the drugs, I stopped, they didn't, but my point is that what I realized from all of this is, the longer I live, the longer that we live, the more people that we know and that we love do pass on, they do die. More people that we know and love, some we didn't love, we just knew them, and, and they do pass on. And, and you know, it, it's just uh, the reason why I have to get up and pray every morning. See, the first thing I want to do every morning is, is give an honor to God and, and, and talk to God. I'm not saying that those people didn't, but I do want to give an honor to God. And I want to talk to God each and every morning for allowing me to wake up, for allowing me to get dressed and to be in my right mind. So many people think that they do these things on their own. Some people think that everything that happens, uh, uh, it, it just happens because it, it's a reason. There is no reason but one, and that's God. So people think that an alarm clock wakes them up in the morning. Do you know how many people alarm clock rang this morning and they didn't reach over to turn it off? I praise God for every moment. I wake up and I talk to God because that's the best thing to do. So you young folks won't understand what I'm about to say. But it's a commercial that used to say the best part of waking up is Folgers in your cup. Now, I know some of you young people, y'all don't remember that. Y'all, you know, I'm just giving my age away right now. But that was a famous commercial. 
And it was a song. The best part of waking up is Folgers in your... I mean, yes, that was what they said. The best part. And do you know I used to get up and the first thing I do is go make that coffee. I even bought Folgers because that was the commercial. The best part of waking up is Folgers in your cup. And I did that for so long, but now I realize the best part of waking up is talking to God and thanking him for waking up. That's the best part of waking up because if it wasn't for him, you probably wouldn't have woke up. So the best part of waking up ain't no Folgers in your cup. The best part of waking up is giving God praise and, and honor and glory for waking up. And you pray when you wake up. You pray when you wake up. That is the best thing to do is to give a prayer and to say a prayer. And you know, the more and more I talk to people, you know, that know what I do outside of Ikea, that know that, you know, I try to bring that word of God, you know, and every time they tell me something wrong, what I tell them is to pray about it. I tell them to pray about it. And you know what I get a lot? I get a lot of people that say, oh, but I pray, Richard. Oh, I pray. I pray all the time. But do you really pray? Do you really pray and do you know how to pray? See, it's people that's been Christians for decades and, and years and years. And guess what? They don't know how to pray. They still don't know how to pray. And I didn't either. But I learned something. I learned what we have to do is say, Lord, teach us to pray. We have to ask God to teach us how to pray. Even if you think you know how to pray, but your prayers ain't being answered, then ask God to teach you how to pray because you may not know. So we're going to get into the word a little bit and then you're going to understand why I came off with that simple prayer at the beginning of this. So I want to start off with Luke 11 and 1. And I want you to remember that if you don't know how to pray, we need to ask the Lord to teach us how to pray. And for those of you who don't have a Bible, then uh, write this down and, and, and look at it later. So Luke 11 and 1 says, and it came to pass that as he was praying in a certain place, he mean Jesus, as he was praying in a certain place, when he ceased, one of his disciples said unto him, Lord, teach us to pray. As John also taught his disciples. Lord, teach us to pray. These are the disciples. It goes on to say Luke 11 and 12. This is what he taught them to pray. This is what Jesus said. And he said unto them, when ye pray, say this, our father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, that will be done in heaven, so in earth. Give us by day our daily bread and forgive us our sins, for we also forgive everyone that indebted us to us and led us, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. So when the disciples asked Jesus, Lord, teach us how to pray, he said that simple prayer. That is the prayer that he gave to his disciples. So that's the prayer that I start off with every morning. And I was thinking, uh, God, am I making this a routine? Because you don't want to get into a routine. 
because a routine can be a little dangerous, you know, because you get stuck on that. But no, no, the Lord's prayer and saying it every day is not the same as getting into a routine because this is what the the Jesus this is what Jesus started his disciples off with that Lord's prayer and it says my favorite part of that Lord prayer is uh leap and I use myself or you can use it in a plural us my favorite part is to lead me not into temptation but deliver me from evil and it's very important that I express that part when I get out of my car at Ikea and I go to work because I am walking. I ain't going to even go there, but I am walking into something and I know I'm walking into something. And, 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 and it's a lot of evil. It's a lot of evil, you know, because you're dealing with a lot of different people and all of them ain't going to be, you know, God fearing and Christian people. That's just the way it is. So I have to protect myself when I go in there over things that I have no control over. So the only way I can have a little control is pray before I go in there. Ask the hedge of protection over that building, not just over me, but everyone that enters that building. Because there's so many things that you can have no control about. So some of y'all know how it is in recovery and you go to the uh, 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 NA meetings and AA meetings and they say, oh, we have no control over people, places and things. That has been said so many times. But I'm afraid to tell y'all that sometimes I disagree with some of it. Yeah, you may not have no control over people, but places and things you can pray and you can pray to change those places and things. You can pray. I pray when I go into Ikea, I know I can't change it. I know I can't change the rules, but I can change the attitude when I go into that place. I can change some of the things that happen to me when I go in that place because it's the way that I approach the things that happen. So, yes, it's some things you can change. It's some places that you can change, not the place in general, but how you approach the place, how you go in there. Some people don't like me because I'm always smiling and joking and talking crazy because that's how I choose to make the change. So, yes, I understand the saying you can't change people, places and ch things. You can't change people. People going to be who people going to be. But you can bring them over. You can talk to people and sometimes get people to you can get people to accept Christ. Pastor has been doing it for many, many years. You can get people to accept Christ so you can change people. So I don't mean to change the saying that they say in N.A. all the time. You can't change people, places or things because you can. And there is power. Pastor, uh, a sermon and I need some of y'all to go back and some of y'all who are going to listen on my YouTube page to go back to my my uh, podcast page to listen to Pastor's Last Week Prayer, Power in Prayer. Because my, my sermon today is there's answers in prayer. There's answers to some questions that you just never had answers to. You can get those answers in prayer. You can. But the thing that you have to do 
And I'm going to get back to the scripture, but God didn't give me a lot of different uh, scriptures today. He only gave me a few. And I know why, because he wanted to talk about what I know about the power of prayer and what I have got, the answers I have gotten from simply praying. See, a lot of people say, I pray and it never worked. And that's because you're not plugged in to God. See, I'm going to tell you something. If you walk in your house and you hit the lamp, and you hit the switch to turn on the light and it don't come, turn on, check the plug. See if it's plugged in. Because if it ain't plugged in, you don't have a connection. If you're not plugged into God, you don't have that connection. You got to be plugged into God. How do you get plugged into God by prayer? How do you pray if you don't know how? You say, Lord, teach me to pray. But you have to take that connection. If I turned on my TV and it didn't come on and it ain't plugged in, do I expect it to come on? No. So don't expect your prayers to be answered if you're not plugged into one, the main socket, the power. When you take your when you take your phone, when you take your phone, most people got a charger somewhere. They have a charger in their car. They have a charger at their job because they don't want to lose all the power out of their phone. Because if they lose all the power, then they can't connect to the people who you need to connect with. I hope y'all hear me because y'all too near me not to hear me because I'm going somewhere with this. You got to be plugged in to the power. How do you get plugged in to the power? It's called the Bible and it's called prayer. It's called prayer. I want you to get the point. See, this thing right here, this is my favorite charger. This is my favorite charger right here because it's pink or purple or whatever, and it's pretty. But you know what? If, if I don't turn on the power, I don't see the light that my favorite charger has. See, that's why it's my favorite charger because it has light. But if I don't plug it in, I don't see the light. If you don't plug into Jesus, if you don't plug into God, you don't see the light. You would never see the light unless you plug in. I hope y'all got the point. You must plug in. It just don't automatically just work all the time. You know, God does look out for those. You know, it rains on me. It rains on you. It rains on the rich. It rains on the poor. If you go outside without an umbrella, I don't care if you're rich or poor, saved or a demon, you're going to get wet. You're going to get wet. So you have to ask God to teach you how to pray. If you don't know how to pray, please ask them. Because I didn't either. Uh, uh, some sermons when we were in the church. Good morning, pastor, everyone. I'm going to put you on mute. So I just want to come in without saying anything. Okay. Oh, good morning, Denise. Good to hear from you. So, uh, uh, basically, basically, you know, we want to uh, make sure that that power we're connected morning, in prayer. Uh oh, can everybody hear me? Can everybody hear me? Okay, so anyway, uh, uh, let me go back. Let me go back because uh, we want the Lord to teach us how to pray. And I kind of uh, fell off track there anyway. So when the Lord gave his disciples that prayer to prayer. See, let me tell you, every teacher knows the power of example. The teacher not only tells the child 
what to do. He tells the child how to do it, but also shows the student how it really can be done. Our heavenly teacher has given us the very words we are to take with us as we draw near to our father. So what he done is he gave us an example. He gave us the, the Lord's prayer. So the Lord's prayer is like the model prayer to the father. That's just my, my saying, my opinion. So it's the model prayer to the father. If we go to Matthews 6 and 9, this is what the Bible says. If we go to Matthew 6 and 9, it says, after the manner, therefore, pray ye, our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. So the reason why I read it in a different, because the Lord's Prayer is there in many different verses. As we read it first in Luke, we just read it again in Matthews. It did change up just a little bit. It did change up just a little bit. But the Lord's Prayer is in the Bible a couple of times. It's probably more times in there, but those are the two that uh, uh, kind of relate to what I want to talk about today. And, and, and here's a part uh, uh, that it says again in Matthew 6 and 13, and lead us not in temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. When you say amen, that means it's done. I have prayed for it. Amen means that you believing in what you're saying, you believing in what you just prayed in and you just sealed it with an amen. 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 Okay. <laughs> Y'all have excuse me. I'm trying to get back on track here. And it says, for if ye, this is Matthew 6 and 14, because a lot of people pray a certain part and they pray it so loosely. And in and, 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 uh, uh, Matthews, it says, and forgive us, 6 and 12 says, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And the other one says uh, in, in Luke, uh, let me find it in Luke. Oh, in Luke 11 and 14, it says the same thing, but in a different way. And forgive us our sins, for we also forgive everyone that is indebted to us. So those two things means that if somebody does something against you, you forgive them. As you want Lord, our father to forgive us. See why God, when Jesus was hanging there on the cross with nails in his hands and feet, he said something very important. He said, forgive them, Lord, because they know not what they do. So if he can hang there on a cross, put there by the men, and he looked down on those same people that hung him on that cross and said, forgive them because they know not what they do then what can a person do to you on this earth that you can't forgive that person? And not only that, I like to tell you that offenses are going to come, which means that every day something new is going to come to interrupt your life, to mess you up, to make you curse, to make you throw a finger up at that person who, who rode in front of you 
while you were driving, offenses are going to come. People are going to talk about you. But if you holding on to what happened yesterday, you will not have room for what's going to happen tomorrow. And I say that a lot of times because you have to forgive and you have to move on as you have too much up here. These people will rent too much space in your brain. And so when you say that prayer, I want you to remember you forgive those as they forgive you. You want to be forgiven by the father. So you want to forgive. You want to forgive. You can't hold on to these things. These things will destroy you. If you keep trying to hold on, you got to give it to God. Let go. Let God. Uh, what it says, I had something about that. Uh, uh, but uh, let's see uh, Matthew 6 and 15. But if ye forgive not man their trespasses, neither will your father forgive your trespasses. Neither will he forgive yours. So if you can't forgive, then why should he? Why should he forgive you when Jesus hung on that cross and said, forgive them for they not know what they do? They don't know what they doing. Yes, they hung me. Yes, they stuck nails in my hand. And yes, they stuck it in my hand so the bone can catch it. So the way they hung Jesus on the Christ, they want uh, on the cross. They want to make sure that he didn't slip off the cross. That's how scantless they was. They didn't want him to slip off. So they put it in his hand where if he started sliding, it would hit the bone and he wouldn't slide off. You talking about scantless. What can somebody do to you that's scantless? What can somebody do to you? Somebody pisses me off at work every day. Excuse the way I phrase that, but it's just the truth. Somebody makes me mad every day at work. A customer coming up right next to me and, you know, and, and, and I try not to be prejudiced. And some of them are, their religion is they don't take baths and shower daily like we do here. But they have the nerves, the audacity to come stand right next to you with a phone like this in your face. And you have to do everything. See, it's good that I know God. It's good that I know God. Because I'm the one that would say, get your smelly butt back. That was the old Richard. That's what the old Richard would have told him. You know, it's some people that walk up to you. This is off the subject, but it's just the truth. And this is what God put in my heart that has no respect, none whatsoever. No doggone well. They got up. They didn't wash their face. They didn't brush their teeth. But they walk up in Ikea and they walk right up to you. No respect whatsoever. So you have to have God on your side at certain places that you go. Matter of fact, you need God on your side no matter where you go. Because you just don't know what's going to happen that day. You just don't know who's going to offend you or try to offend you. But I noticed that more and more I pray and since I asked the Lord. Now, y'all might think that I already knew how to pray. But guess what? I thought I knew how to pray. I didn't until I asked the Lord. Teach me how to pray, Lord. Teach me while we're in our praying service not to think about what to pray, but wait till it's my turn to pray and let the Holy Spirit lead me in prayer. 
So I have two types of prayer, folks. I have a prayer that when I go online with on Zoom with the Pastor Sabrina and Deacon and, and hope more of y'all would join us. I have that type of prayer and I have my alone type of prayer. And my alone type of prayer, I pray for any and everybody I feel like it. I pray for everybody in my prayer because that is my prayer. When I'm in the prayer with the pastor and everybody else, I pray what the Holy Spirit puts on, on my mind to pray now. Now, I didn't always do that because I didn't really know how to pray. Lord, teach me how to pray. I am so happy that I asked him to do that after all these years. See, sometimes you think you know everything, but you don't know. And that's the good thing about praising and learning about the Lord. You learn something new every day because I found out that man that knows everything really don't know much at all. I don't want to know everything. I want to learn each and every day. And that's what I get with the power of the Lord. I'm not going to hold y'all much today. Uh, 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 something it, uh, uh, it, it's power in prayer. But I do want y'all to know prayer is the answer. And before I do close out, I want to go to James 5 and 13. Because there's many things. Uh, so, I ain't going to go into a long speech. I'm just going to go to James 5 and 13. Is any among you afflicted? Let him pray. Is any merry? Let him sing let him sing songs. So the reason why I wanted to really get that because you're supposed to pray if you're having problems, if you're afflicted, if things are going bad. But guess when else you're supposed to pray? When things are going good. When things are going great. Make sure you pray, y'all. Make sure you let God know, I see you. I see you, Lord. I see the Lord. And I know that you're doing these wonderful, great things for me. Don't only pray when things go, Lord, help me. I need your help, Lord, so I and my son won't get off drugs. My car ugly. I need new tires, Lord. No. Pray when you get the new tires. Lord, thank you for them brand new tires. Lord, thank you. My son went to rehab. Lord, thank you. got to pray when things are good. Don't only pray when things are bad. And if you got a problem, go to James 5 and 14. If you're sick, if any sick among you, let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over here, over him, anointing him with oil. That's the pastor thing right there, boy. She anoint, she anoint a chair with oil. She anoint a building with oil. That's the pastor thing. I learned that. That's why when I go in Ikea, I got my blessed oil. I just pray over my chair. But anyway, James 5 and 14, if any sick among you, let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. Just don't put the oil on in, on there. Do it in the name of the Lord. I'm going to continue because I don't want to hold you guys too long. I'm going to continue. Uh, um, do James uh, 5 and 15. And if the prayer and the prayer of faith shall save the sick. And the Lord shall raise him up. And if he have committed sin, they shall forgive him. They, so, I mean, you know, we've all done a few things that we ain't proud of. But we have to remember and we can't keep killing ourselves with those things. I have a bad habit of doing that. Because the more, even though it's going on 14 years off of drugs, some things are still coming to memory. What I've done in the past. 
And I have to remember, boy, you ask God for forgiveness. He has do that in the sea of forgetfulness. You're the one bringing it back up. Y'all always remember that. Don't punish yourself. Oh, Richard, don't punish yourself. A lot of times I'm talking to me, y'all. And uh, let's do uh, James 5 and 16. Confess your faults to one another and pray for one another that ye may be healed. The effectual fervent prayers of the righteous man avail as much. The prayers of the righteous avail as much, y'all. Prayers avail as much, y'all. We must keep on praying. We must remember prayer is the answer. There's a lot of things we can do absolutely nothing about. We can do nothing about a lot of things but pray. But pray. Amen? Amen. All right, Pastor. I'm going to turn that back over to you. Praise the Lord. Well, you can't have too much teaching about prayer. We need to understand uh, that God has given us prayer uh, to communicate with him. And so we can't uh, bring that subject up enough. Uh, people need to understand how important prayer is. And, of course, the Our Father prayer is what you talked about today. And that is the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. Then when you go to John 17, you see that whole chapter is devoted to Jesus praying for us uh, before he went to the cross. And uh, so that prayer uh, is, to me, the Lord's prayer. But this prayer that we, that Reverend talked about this morning is the Our Father prayer. And Jesus taught his disciples to pray that prayer because he wanted them to be able to understand that, first of all, we pray to the Father. And now, of course, since Jesus has gone to the cross and he sits at the right hand of the throne of grace, we pray to the Father and the Son. Uh, we pray in the name of Jesus. And uh, so the Holy Spirit is the power for our prayer. <laughs> and of course, Reverend uh, gave you some basics today, and in and in uh, future times, we'll both give you some more information. But I just want you to know that your prayer has power when you include the Holy Spirit, because the Holy Spirit is the power source to us here on earth. Jesus said it's expedient for me to go but I'll send you a comforter and the Holy Spirit is the comforter. And I'm going to stop right there because there's a whole teaching that goes on with the power. We see the power of the Holy Spirit in Acts chapter two. And for those of you that aren't with us on Wednesday nights, we've been studying in the book of Acts for quite a long time, almost done. But that book of Acts is our history book of the New Testament church. And so it's good for us to understand the role that the Holy Spirit play, played and does play in our lives and in our prayers. So I'm not re-preaching the message. I just wanted to make those comments. I thank God for the Reverend's choice that God gave him a direction to talk about prayer this morning. As I say, we can't talk about it enough. It 
is so important to our relationship with God. If we're going to have a good relationship with God, we have to communicate with him. And prayer is the way that we do that and study of the word. So we know what his word says because we need to know when we're doing good and when we're doing bad. Uh, I was at a little church one time and uh, the church uh, building has been torn down and a new one replaced it but a very close friend of mine a reverend uh washington book of washington was the pastor of the little church called uh, uh what was it called zion baptist church it's now on the corner it was on the corner of weeks and and cooley and it, this new building is here now but when reverend washington was the pastor uh it was that little house church and so reverend washington asked me to come and he was having a revival and the preacher that was preaching was reverend uh williams he's now gone home to be with the lord albert williams his son uh, is married to my sister-in-law. And uh, so, <laughs> uh, Pastor had me sitting on the platform, and then somebody came and got me and said, could you come? Somebody wants you on the phone. It's the jail. I could never figure out how the jail got me, found out where I was. But anyway, it was the jail calling me about coming. There was an inmate there that needed help. And uh, so anyway, but, Reverend Williams was preaching. So when I came back in the sanctuary, I just sat in the back because I didn't want to disrupt everybody to get up there back on the platform. So anyway, after the service, Pastor Reverend Williams said, you know what, honey? He said, I could tell when I was doing good because you nodded your head and smiled. And when I was doing bad, you frowned. So <laughs> God hears us when we're doing good and when we're doing bad, you know, but we we do uh, what the Holy Spirit directs, and we can't miss when we do what the Holy Spirit uh, uh, instructs us to do. So we thank God for reference message this morning. We thank God for all of you, and uh, we just uh, encourage you to not only join us on Sunday morning, but join us at 7 o'clock on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and Saturday. Uh, we have Bible study on Wednesday at 7 p.m. Uh, we want to try to share the Word of God so that we get that Word down in our hearts, because... Uh, you know, we need the word on the inside of us. I used to do something with the students at Woodside called value clarification. And so we give them a scenario, you know, everybody on the airplane, the plane crashed, the people didn't die. And so uh, you get your stuff off the plane. So you can't take everything that you have in your suitcase. So what would you take? You can only take three things. So what would you take? That would be a scenario that we give them. And then we'd see where their values were. Some would say, well, I just take my coat and my jacket and my purse. And then one said one day, well, I have my Bible. So I take my purse and my Bible and my coat. You know, so you see where people are located in their values. So 
thy word have I hidden in my heart that I might not sin against you. If you didn't have your Bible with you when the plane crashed, if you have the word of God in you, then it will come up. The Holy Spirit will bring the word up. Bring it to your remembrance. That's what the scripture says. And I'm going to stop right there because that's a whole nother teaching. But praise the Lord. We're thankful for all of you this morning. I, I um, want you to have a beautiful day. And please pray about joining us on Wednesdays for Bible study. And, and then Monday and uh, Friday and Saturday we're praying at 7 o'clock. And uh, you're welcome to join us. Uh, like Reverend said, you know, everybody has uh, not been uh, uh, praying out loud, as they say, for a long time. But you can come, and if you don't feel like you want to pray out loud, we'll let you do that. I had a sister say one time at the church I attended years ago, she said, if anybody called on me to pray out loud, I'd leave the church. Well, we don't want you to leave the church. And we believe that as time goes on, if you hang with us, you'll feel comfortable in praying out loud. But we'll let you come and you'll be a part of the prayer service. And if you don't want to pray uh, out loud, we'll let you do that. So that's what I have to say this morning. I'm so happy to see Sister Denise. Uh, I don't know if she's still in Texas or not, but she did join us. So I just want to acknowledge that. And we're getting ready to dismiss. So uh, I'm going to have Reverend do that, dismiss us. And I want you to have a blessed day of the Lord. <clears throat> All right, Reverend. Amen. So, Father God, we just... Thank you this morning, Father God. We thank you for everyone that attended, Father God, and and those that, that called Brother Life their home that haven't attended, Father God. We just thank you, Lord. We give you all praise. We give you all honor, and we give you all glory, Lord. And as we depart, Father God, we just pray, Father God, that everyone here and the families represented here, Father God, have that hedge of protection from you, Father God. So we just thank you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray and everyone say amen. 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 Thank you for the message. Thank you for what my heart received. All righty, everybody. Everybody have a good one. Thanks, Denise and, and Aisha. All right. Where are we here, though? And then end in meeting. Bang. Amen. So you have just heard another a sermon from the Bread of Life Church located in uh, East Palo Alto, California. Thank you for joining. Please continue to uh, listen and please continue to pray. Be blessed, be safe.